Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Hug a twin today. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Hug a twin today. Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. Welcome to another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we are broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage on TwinTalkCast.com. And we're doing it out of the largest internet radio network in the world. That's Live365.com. Just search for a Twin Talk Cast radio because that's our radio station. We are here on election day. Did you do your duty? I did, man. I don't mean in the bathroom. Uh, uh, I Well, I did that one too. But I did my duty. I voted in the morning. I was the first one in, well, not the first one, but one of the first ones voting this morning. I made sure I got it in there because there's some local measures that I want to vote on. And I did. Okay. I bet you you want those freaking Indians. They have another casino, don't you? Mm. I bet you do. You know what? You'd be surprised, but I voted against that one. Mm-hmm. Nothing against my Native American brothers and sisters, but it's a money-making thing. And um, the way I see it is the uh, money is can only be a negative uh, if you put so much positive energy in. So, so, so no, I, I voted against it. So no, they're not allowed to make money because it's a negative in your opinion. Well, uh, <clears throat> uh, you know... Y- there's there's tribes out there that are actually disowning their own tribes uh because of the um how do you call it the uh the um the money in money making uh, um, uh, casinos so it's causing division and and the decreasing of the tribe it's uh i i you know i think that i just oh, i voted no against it what my brother's talking about is proposition was it 47 48 um having to do with the um uh, the it's actually allowing one more tribe to build another one it's what it is so it's really a fight between two tribes bro. 48 proposition 48 that would allow uh the something something tribe to build a casino up in like in in eureka or something like that and allowing them to do so, but they would have to give some of their earnings back to the state of California. But you know what I really wanted? What I really wanted to vote on so was what, what you really voted. What, but to stay on this topic, what you really voted was was against that particular tribe not to have casinos, while several others do. Um, well, that wasn't on the ballot. Well, you got to read it, bro. You got to do the research. Well, how could I vote on other ones when they when they're not even on the ballot? But they already exist. A I know. Casinos, so so cas- those already exist. So what do you want me to do about that? So you don't think they should have casinos? I don't think so. Why not? Money. 
But can't, why can't they make money? Because money's bad, eh? Uh, but but otherwise they're going to be living on the reservations on the government uh, handouts. Would you rather have them do that? Uh, I don't know if that's even true. That is true. They that's what Indians have been living in reservations that were given to them. You know that we've talked about that. Uh, well, I don't know what the what the uh, uh, the exact numbers on that. But you know what? I'm really hoping that people are voting for yes is actually. Um, Number 47 were the uh, Criminal Sentences, Misdemeanors, and Penalties Initiative statute that requires misdemeanor sentence instead of felony for certain drug and property offenses. Um, those, uh, those I per- like that one. Those per- I voted yes on that one. Yeah. Those ones already exist. In other words, what they're going to do is they're going to minimize them from felonies to misdemeanors. Right. And I, I know I, they're not getting rid of the law. You know. I, I voted against it. I, may, I, I, Why, I, I should stay the way it is. Well, and have the uh, the these you know there's people that have been put in jail for thousands, uh, thousands for 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 years for the dumbest thing. Remember a guy we went to school with? Um, we went to school. We knew him since we were in elementary school all the way to high school. He was our friend's little brother who got caught uh, taking marijuana across the state. I thought it was heroin. That was heroin. I thought it was marijuana. Yeah, but it, but they're classified the same. Okay, that guy got forty years. He was probably eighteen years old. But forty he, years. But he had like, like hundreds and hundreds of pounds. But that that's ridiculous, to... man. How many people out there, big people with big money, get uh, do worse and don't do time for for marijuana, dude? I mean, really. And that was, but that was back in the that day was when twenty years during ago, uh, the heyday of the uh, dare. Remember, dare it was Nancy Reagan. And Ronald Reagan dared right. to keep drugs off drugs. And you know, that's funny because that's... Keep, keep drugs off drugs. Keep kids off drugs. Remember, that was a whole war on drugs that was initiated back in the 80s by Ronald Reagan and I his rem- wife. And you know, that was the the administration who actually kicked off uh, uh, drugs uh, and put it to another level, actually, uh, uh, with the drug trafficking with the CIA and Ali North. And it's still happening now. So that's why minimize it, eh? You put them in jail. Minimize this whole, you know, it's also the small offenses. You know, I think that that, uh, that shouldn't be. I think, no, I think that these things, uh, the laws are there and the penalties are there. For instance, this week I covered uh, um, um, a story, a tragic story about these three young girls who were killed by a drive-by uh, hitter, uh, drive-by driver and a, and a hit and run, I should say, and a hit by a hit and run driver. He was. They were killed on Halloween while they were trick or treating, and this guy had been arrested for hit and run before. He had been arrested for drunk driving four or five times. Really? So the point is, you know, what happens is you start minimizing these sentences and making them not that big of a deal. So when they have a rap, it's not that big a deal to let them go again. So if you have a felony rap, and all of a sudden you start stacking another felony on top of another felony, you're not going to be let go. To commit another felony. But the thing is, like here in California, three felonies, you shouldn't have one in the first place. Three felonies is tw- 25 to life. Uh, and and even the, the one felony well, well, then don't carry get, a lot of weight. Then don't get felonies. Stay out of the trouble. Right. Don't get felonies. But some of them are, are mis- miscategorized, eh? Anyway, back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. We're so glad that you're with us today on this wonderful holiday. The holiday is the exercise of our democracy, civic duty, and our rights as Americans and human beings to choose, to choose our representatives and and laws based on a democratic model. You know, that's a trip that you say holiday because it kind of, you know, I got like two hours pay from my job. 
for voting. Good for you. I don't know if it's, it's, a, is it's that the law. I the think law, it's the law. The law is that you, you're supposed to be allowed to go to vote. Uh, so anyway, we want to thank you for being with us. Remind you all that you can listen to us um, every week. And next week we will be starting on Wednesday night because next week I will be covering The Voice Tuesday night. So we'll be going on Wednesday night next for about week. a month. Yes. I'm sorry. I was a little mixed up on the date, uh, but it is next week. Okay. Um, this and tonight we want to let you know that every night or every week we have uh, with uh, from Telemundo and NBC multimedia journalist, uh, the coolest chick in radio and television, the chick with the pink headphones. She will be with us a little bit later with the news and dirty laundry. What do you have lined up for us later tonight? Jackie? Hey guys, tonight on News and Dirty Laundry, as we've been talking about, it's election day, and you know, not a lot of people came out to vote, but one special little lady did. We'll share her great story with us on today on election day. Also, Death with Dignity has caused a lot of controversy these last few days in the headlines. What is Death with Dignity? I'll go ahead and let you know coming up. Also, Halloween is over, so it's never too early to talk about Christmas. Uh-huh. I've got a great gift <laughs> idea, but um, it's more for your enemies, your i.e. mother-in-law, neighbor uh-huh. with the loud music, or you know what? Uh-huh. Maybe just a sweet little frenemy that you want to give a nice Christmas gift to. I'll go ahead and let you know what we have in mind later on coming up on News and Dirty Laundry. And that's it. News and Dirty Laundry with Jackie Casa. That's funny how Jackie categorized enemy with uh, mother-in-law. I hope Sandro's not listening. (laughs) It's also a big deal in this uh, midterm elections where it is expected that the Republicans will be uh, taking the majority of the... uh, Taking back the house. You know what? Ah, man. People act like there's no other party, man. No, you're absolutely right. Why, they, well, I don't understand that. Well, that's that's why that's and I'm glad you say that because I'm gonna address this during my uh my uh Patriot Pass tonight, which by the way, stay tuned tonight for my Patriot Pass where I have an uh, opportunity to just rant. Why? Because you should have an opportunity to rant also and let's exercise that up the, the right. Also, my brother's gonna drop a chill lounge, but Funny you should bring that up. You're absolutely right. And mm-hmm. that is why apathy pisses me off. You know, in, in Los Angeles alone, only 12 to 13% of people in California, 12 to uh, 13% of vo- uh, eligible voters actually vote. You know why? Because they're too busy watching TV. And man. my point is. And that's by design. And man. my point is. So what happens? You end up having this two party system and you really don't care. So. Um, what I've got to say, and I will talk about it during my Patriot Pass, is look, get out there and vote. And if you think that your vote is going to make a difference because you don't like any of the other people out there, then guess what? Sign up to another party. Start another party. Come on, guys. This, was a, this, is, this is what America is about. Bring your we, own ballot. <laughs> imagine if only 13% of Californians are voting. Imagine if we jump that up to 25% and double it. And, and imagine if we came up with another party or another politician for your local elections. I'll save that for the Patriot Pass. Anyway. Yeah. And, you know, it it, it kind of sucks because, you know, the, for the next uh, how many more years it's going to be with all these red states? It's going to be really bad, eh? For you know, for the economy, oh, so it's you going think to be so, really bad so, for the environment. So if it was for blue, the labor, so if it's blue states, it'd be better for the economy. I think so. I, I think that you know we we have better chance of raising the uh, uh, the minimum wage, which I think. 
people should have been waving that flag. Immigration and minimum wage. And then, uh, and and then you get voted in. Eh? That's what like they, if I would have. That's what they've been doing. That, what do you think it's been talking about for the past several months? All the Democrats have been talking about minimum wage and how supposedly the Republicans could care less about them and and uh, immigration about America about Republicans. That's what they've been doing for the past several months. It's it's a way to get the votes, Angel, and that's why they will. They I believe they'll get it. But you know what? If we want to talk about minimum wage, it is the best way, the best way to discriminate against the very people you purport to support, minorities, is to impose a higher minimum wage. Because, example, if you have a business that all of a sudden has to double their wages on the minimum, on the bottom tier of their employees, to double it, then guess what? They're, it's going to cut into their bottom line, and they're going to start either cutting uh, jobs or hours, or when they hire someone to be that bottom tier person, because that's what the minimum wage is, like a dishwasher or a house cleaner, they're going to end up hiring someone who's a little bit more, quote, qualified because they're spending more money. And qualified might be a college student who actually speaks English and uh, uh, or whatever, and those minorities who really need the job because they don't have the college education or they don't—they're not bilingual. They're the ones who are going to be uh, discriminated against by default. It has been reproven over and over again, but the Democrats keep bringing this up only to get the votes, Angel. Not because they give a crap to get the votes. Ava just ah. chimed in, by the way. She says. Or don't be in any party. Just vote for what you believe in. You do not have to belong to any one party agree. to vote. Just vote. I you agree. don't have to be in a party to I agree. vote. I agree. The problem is that some places actually omit you if you're not part of, a, of the party. But I agree. That's why I believe in open primaries. And I don't think... I think you're wrong on that whole raising the minimum wage. Because the, there's, there's, you know, indeed, you know, there, there might be those who, who, who might suffer a little. Uh, and, and you know, and, but the, the bottom line is that there's a lot of people not getting paid much money, and I don't care what you say. Oh well, they should have went to college. You know, that's a ridiculous argument, as far as I'm concerned, because the bottom line is the for, the the workforce needs to be compensated fairly, fairly. Because there's billions and trillions of dollars out there getting made. Yeah, but you know that huge, huge about it, profit margin. But let's say you own a restaurant, brother, and you're not making those big profits. Yeah, but so all of a sudden you got to pay a minimum wage, double okay. the minimum wage. Okay, but but Jose, so but 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 the big co- corporations, the big companies out there, the biggest employers, are the ones that are paying the least. Okay, they're paying the least. And they're the ones with the huge power and the huge profit margins. So really, I mean, yeah, I mean, you, you, you may be right. I, that's still a speculation. It's not a speculation. It's actually been uh, proven uh, over and over again. Yeah, I heard that one already. It's been proven over and over again. I mean, the, It'll you know, break you us. Know, you know what's funny with people like yourself? Forget you. You just omit the facts. You want to go on your opinion. And when you're given facts, you're like, no, it's just. You where know. did you get your facts? It's been proven over and over again. I don't un, I don't see where that's been proven over and again. All I see is that what happens over and over again is that the common man is not taken into consideration. In this case, the laborer. And in times when labor has been taken out of power is times where we've had recessions. OK, here's okay. a study. Here's a study. Here's proof. Here's a study by Professor. Professors William 
um, even and David McPherson from Trinity and uh, Miami University of Ohio and one from Trinity University in Washington, D.C., based Employment Policies Institute titled Unequal Harm, Racial Disparities in the Un- and the Employment Consequences of Minimum Wage Increases. During the peak of what has been dubbed the Great Recession, the unemployment rate for young adults, 16 to 24 ages, years of age, as a whole rose to above 27%. The unemployment rate for black young adults was almost 50%, but for young black males, it was 55%. Even Evan and McPherson say that it would be easy to say this tragedy is an unfortunate byproduct of the recession, but if you said so, you'd be wrong. Their study demonstrates that increases in the minimum wage at both the state and federal level are partly to blame for the crisis in unemployment for minority young adults. I don't have time to read all of this. Is that go, guy a Republican? But go to townhall.com. <laughs> Dude, it's a, it's a, it's the two uh, professors from Miami University of Ohio and Trinity University, okay. And there's there's countless studies on this, countless, you know. But the thing is, uh, the Democrats bring this up just to get. Votes, I brought it up, they, Jose. I didn't. Br- I know you brought it up. I'm talking about it in lectures. Could you say that they didn't, but they do? Mm. I'm telling you, I know you brought it up. But they bring it up just before every election in order to do do that, just to get the votes. Anyway, nah. See, you're only against it because the Democrats want it. No, because it, no, it's a because it's a Republican. Angel, that wants it. you've got See, to understand that I don't go based on on any well, party. That, but that, that's funny because you always bring up the parties. I'm not, I bring up the fact that the Democrats do that, and they're totally lying to our people. Okay, they're lying to us, and you are letting them. You say that you you that you support our people, but you're drinking the Kool Aid. Let me tell you, you're drinking. The you're Kool-Aid. totally showing the signs of so. Through, Drinking the Kool Aid, and you're blaming me. What? I never brought up the blah, blah, blah. You you brought it up. Why can't this music play? <laughs> I'm trying to get it. There it is. It's on strike. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Okay, so I'm gonna give you some shout outs. All of you who voted yes or no, we still love you. Anyways, uh, I want to give a shout out first and foremost to. Uh, Julie C., you know who you are, Miha. You know. Also, a, a shout out to Ava S. You know who you are, baby. You know. Also, Matthew S.L., Diane Mraz, Marisol Ar- Marisol Argueta, Alondra L., Sammy Say, Roz Richardson. It's great to see you on Facebook. Also, Medico Del Flow. What's up, Holmes? Shoo! Also, Crazy Man Orizaban Rafa. Cardenas, Cece Chang, Tommy Chong. Hey, Holmes, I know you were having uh, leg problems on the uh, on the dancing, eh? but, you know, I vote for you even if you don't dance. Um, also, Erica and uh, all of you who voted yes on 47, eh? a special shout-out for you. Eh? And all everybody that's in uh, my homies and gels, eh? I voted for you. Eh? Start cleaning up your bunk. How about start cleaning up your act? <laughs> I want to give a shout out to Miriam and Dennis Alati. Um, thank you so much for those awesome tickets to go see Kiss. You guys rock. I want to give a shout out to my baby girl, Liana. It was fun to party or have fun at the rock concert with you. I want to give a shout out to my daughter, Nalani. Miss you. You'll be back for Christmas. Stay tuned. And happy birthday. Uh, uh, there you go. Also, uh, a shout out to my uh, girl Lulu. Hi, Lulu. Hi, baby. Anyways, your shout outs are brought to you by um, 
Aladdin's Jr. Mediterranean Cuisine and Concert Venue in the uh, city of Pomona. That's in downtown Pomona, 2nd Street. They are... Uh, they got great Mediterranean food. Uh, they got music on the weekends and a good selection of beer. Go over there. That's Aladdin's Jr., the second Mediterranean cuisine tell the, concert tell, venue. Tell them the twins sent you. Yeah, just tell them. All right, we'll be back with the news and dirty laundry. Shoes. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we broadcast every Tuesday night from Theo Luis's Garage on TwinTalkCast.com. And uh, we also do it out of the largest internet radio network in the world. That's large, uh, large, <laughs> Live365.com. Just look for our radio station, TwinTalkCast.com. That's two words. We no, want- TwinTalkCast Radio, two words. We want to remind <laughs> you all that uh, starting next week and for the following Five weeks or so, um, we'll be broadcasting on Wednesday nights as I will be on assignment um, uh, on The Voice again, but uh, Wednesday nights every week, so stay tuned for that. Don't forget, also want to let you guys know that tomorrow, I mean that tonight and throughout the show, you can give us a call at 
Joanne. 626-275-8946. Or chat us up on Facebook, on the Facebook wall on Twin Talk Show. Interesting how people are so shy, they'd rather just post on Twin Talk Show all the comments. You, and, you know, we have closet listeners. You I know, know that. I know that. I know. It's pretty dope. <laughs> Take us in your closet anytime, eh? But give us a call at 626-275-8946. If you don't get through, keep trying. Um, as uh, the phone is um, kind of a jank, but it works. <laughs> you know, we're in a garage. <laughs> hey, but this is a pretty good show, man. I don't care if it's in the garage or not. And we could do it at your house. Invite us over. We'll do it at a drive-by show at your pad. También, eh? Tuesday is Twins Day, and it's also Election Day today. And as per the results so far, nationwide, the, the Republicans are leading the Democrats right now in the Senate and in the House with 177. Um, wait, I'll just go this way. Uh, right now, the Republicans are at 38, lead by 38. And uh, and uh, on the House and in the Senate by four. So they might just take uh, the uh, House and the Senate. They might not be the superpower that they'd like to be, though. They won't be able to get the, uh, the filibuster power. But they'll hold the money strings. <sighs> they won't have the power to repeal Obamacare. But they hold the money strings. They won't be, have the power to, you know. You mean, you mean they got the Koch brothers in their pocket? Whatever, dude. The point is, I'm just giving you the facts. Or the Koch brothers I'm got not, them in their pocket. I'm just giving you the facts as I read them, dude. I'm, I'm saying the same thing, eh? Gee whiz. Gee whiz, dude. You uh, know, you believe... You, it's funny because you accuse people of believing the hype, but but we talked about the, the Indian casino thing, and I told you about the other casinos you didn't even know. I know there's other. Oh, come on, I pass by the other casinos all the time off the 15 and but off the 10 freeway. But you didn't put two, I know they're there. Yeah, but you didn't put two I, and two together that it, by what you did is essentially just tell one tribe they can't have casinos because they don't. You don't want them to make money. But how about the other ones that are making? I money? can't do nothing about them already, Jose. That's why, duh. But you can make just money like a then, Republican. But you're allowed to make money, and they can't. No, they can make money, but but not in a casino, not big money. There's there's Jose. There's corruption involved in casinos. Jose. There's corruption in all, in all uh, and, money and in, in a lot of things. Okay, and so uh, you know, there's also corruption. There's, you don't know where there's corruption you, in there's, the prisons. John that, Trudell, the activist and poet, John Trudell speaks about the uh, uh, the predatory energy. He speaks, uh, and he's a Native American. He was an activist, uh, has been an activist since the uh, late '60s in the American Indian movement. And he speaks about uh, over and over again the predatory energy. He says that we all came, even in the European countries all over the world, we all started from tribes, of course, obviously, because we couldn't travel and we, we didn't have cell phones and, and none of that. So we were community based. We survived community based and, and, and tribes. We were, we were in line with nature because we depended on nature, uh, not on any particular government or capitalistic or get whatever. To, get to the point. What I'm saying is that uh, back in the day, those tribes started, to, there was a predatory energy that took over. Eventually, that predatory energy took over all the European countries. 
or a lot of them, who then ventured to the Americas and other parts, but in this case, the Americas, bringing their predatory energy and and uh, and and thus uh, 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 subduing and undoing a whole civilization that was here before. And okay, for well, you're going to okay. Purpose. Please wrap what this I'm up. Saying you, this, wrap this up. No, don't. Hey, you get to talk. Yeah, but you're going you pretty to, long. No, yes, going I'm going long. long. What I'm telling you is this predatory energy. You could define it as what you want. What does that have to do with the casinos? Listen to me. Greed, uh, uh, money, I don't know. The good thing, uh, it could be those things. The people that came here from the Europe, from the European countries back then, they came here for El Dorado, for the gold, just, for progression. Okay, get to and the what point. happened? Okay, so what you're saying is no one should have the, uh, the, have the right to try to seek their... As it says in the in the in the in the Declaration of Independence, the, the the pursuit of happiness, and if their happiness is to make a lot of money, they don't have a right to. Is that what you're saying? That's what you're saying. What I'm saying, and is- you're also saying that there's corruption in money, but you're also willing to let people who are corrupt because they've been put in prison to be let out on lesser charges. They're corrupt by 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 definition. They're corrupt because they've been convicted of a crime, whether you call it a felony or a misdemeanor, but you can let them off the hook. No, I don't understand. I that. didn't say that, Jose. On that one, I voted for a lesser charge, man. But you're letting that you're letting a them lesser off, charge. You're eh? Still letting them off the hook, Angel, because it could mean the difference between incarceration and not. Yeah, and it could mean the difference between uh, uh, having a life sentence or not for something. Could, so, so uh, but you know, but they're corrupt. You would agree that they're corrupt. No, the they're corrupt. Yeah, because they're yes, it, they're they're found guilty by the jury of their peers. I'm not arguing that, Jose. I don't get that's it, a dude. whole different story. You're totally contradictory. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't. I just uh, we got to move on. <laughs> okay, now that that base, that guttural bass beat grabs you from the loins, I'm just saying it while I'm laughing. Um. <laughs> uh, it's time for the girl with the pink headphones who's been waiting very patiently in Theo Luis's garage to give us the news in Dirty Laundry. The girl from multimedia journalist from Telemundo and NBC. The cool doily on her head chick right now. Doily? <laughs> you got a doily on your head. It's, it's, it's a beanie it's a, it's a doily beanie. It's cute. <laughs> you know, I wanted to look cute. It in, looks cute. In the midst of my whatever thing I'm having, I don't know if it's allergies or a cold starting, I don't know what, but I wanted my head to be it warm. Looked, I'm I, sorry. I didn't, I didn't say it's not cute. It's a cute doily. What's it a doily? When is a doily ever cute? Well, uh, when you're wearing it. I guess. <laughs> Jackie. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Jackie Casas with the news and dirty laundry. Jeez. We never get an ovation like that. I know. It's okay, guys. One day it'll happen. Did you vote, Jackie? I did, but I, d- I don't feel like as excited because I did the mail-in thing. Okay. So I feel like... Oh, so you did it, what, like a week ago? Yeah, so everyone's just kind of like, I voted, and I was like, I did too. It was, I forgot almost. You know, I always tell myself every year that I'm going <laughs> to do it the same thing. And I sign totally up for love doing the mail-in because, thing. Yeah. It's so easy. You mailed it? so much easier for me. Yeah. I just, I, that's what I rather do all the time. But I like going over there, like, you know, seeing those cheerful volunteers there. You know, um, I like the whole human thing about it. I liked it like once, and then that was it. Yeah. But I think it's just maybe just your your preference. Yeah, I. I just, think when I first started voting, I, I first went into the actual polling office and 
talk to people and I was super excited and people were not that nice. And I was like, you know what? Screw this. I'm just going to mail it in next time. And that's yeah, what I always do. I always tell myself I'm going to mail it in because it's always a, really difficult for me to get to it. I'm always very busy that day. It's it's busy news day, mm-hmm. which by the way, I'm glad I'm not covering all the other stuff right now. Like my colleagues, I'm done with that. Yeah. As much as I enjoy covering campaigns and elections because it's my passion. Mm-hmm. Um, it's better to cover them cover them during the day, yeah, and not go <laughs> late into the night. Yes, election days are usually long days for us news people, yes. but I'm glad that it's over early for both of us. Yes. So what's <laughs> going on, babe? All right, guys, let's get started. Of course, as we've been talking this whole show, it's election day, and what? Shoot, sorry. What's going on? <laughs> sorry, something went off on my computer. Um, Guadalupe Portillo from Lincoln Heights, California, was able to vote today for the very first time. Um, she's 102. Oh, nice. By the way, just, uh, just a little side note as her very first vote. Channel 4's John Klimak has her story on how her voting day went down. Let's go ahead and take a listen. Yeah, Chuck, she has never voted in a national election, but the moment she became a U.S. citizen, she said it's something that she felt compelled to do, and now, for the first time, she has the right. When voting booths open up in Lincoln Heights tomorrow morning, one woman says she's looking forward to setting an example. Don't forget to vote, says 102-year-old Guadalupe Portillo, an immigrant from Mexico. She became a U.S. citizen late last year, and if the state primaries over the summer were any indication... Tomorrow will be just as moving for her, as she told us the simple act of casting her ballot gave her a feeling she never felt before. As old as I am, she says, I keep fighting. How could anyone not vote? Her thoughts, unfortunately, not part of the majority of Latino voters. Latinos who are naturalized citizens are more likely to vote. Political analyst and UCLA lecturer Octavio Pescador. The apathy, you know, the, the sense of uh, not belonging to the polity for those who are U.S. born because of many factors, you know, culture, society, language. Pescador says Latinos know their power, particularly after the last presidential election, but adds that too many aren't using it. And it's awakening in some places, but when it should count and when it should matter in terms of their participation, their roots on the ground, sometimes they're not there. Portillo says she has hope for immigration reform, which is part of the reason she says she wants to be in the voting booth tomorrow. This is why I vote, she says. Because it's one more voice. And as she showed us how she's been studying the issues locally, she says inaction is not an option. You always have to say yes. That's it. Wow. Isn't she the cutest little lady ever? 102 years old. 102. That girl's, that woman's cracking. I got, it's interesting because, um, first of all, she looks fantastic. She I saw does. the piece. Um, and I think it was Alex Padilla who, uh, uh, spoke to, or a local politician, about how naturalized citizens are more likely to vote than uh, born, um, citizens. Um, uh-huh. Immigrants. Oh, the uh, guy in the piece, Octavio Pescador. Oh, that's who it was. Uh, which is utterly shocking mm-hmm. to hear, because and and that and that's across all nationalities. I mean, because you hear about that often. How there are many other nationalities who come here and they appreciate the greatness of America and the greatness of our Bill of Rights 
and um, they also are able to realize how a lot of our constitutional rights are being inflicted upon or infringed upon. And uh, while we're apathetic about it, too many Americans don't pay attention to that. I have my par- my parents are not natural born U.S. citizens, and my father it's not voting, but it's the same patriotic uh, uh, duty uh, for jury duty. He gets so excited yeah. every time he gets that jury duty notice, <laughs> and every time he gets rejected because of his accent. Really, oh, wow. and he gets so super excited. You know, when I drop him off to the courts in downtown LA, and I pick him up thirty minutes later, and he's so bummed out. But every time <laughs> he gets that letter, he's super excited. He's like, "Mija." And when I tell him he has to go, he gets ready. He gets all dolled up. He's super excited about it. He loves it. I thought that you had to be registered voter to be a jury. I mean, that's how they get your number in. Um, you know, I don't know. To be I honest. thought it was. I thought that's how they got your. They got their registry off of voting uh-huh. stuff. I don't know. Don't through, know? The, through the post office. I thought that's how it was. You, you know what's interesting, though? That you are, um, if you're not an American citizen, you cannot vote. I mean, you cannot be uh, in the jury, uh, do jury duty, but because of this left guy, leading guy that came out last uh, two years ago, you can practice law. That's now true. in California, you can get past the bar exam and be a certified, uh, you know, become a lawyer, but you can't do jury duty, which is so ridiculous. That is true. And I think it's the cutest thing ever that they've been they've been voting for a while, but uh, jury duty whenever it comes around, my dad is like super ecstatic about well, it. Well, they should let him. But they should, you it's know really what? nice to hear the excitement in this woman's vo- Maybe, voice. Yeah, I tell you yeah, what. Yeah, uh, she was from Mexico, right? Was yes. she from Mexico? Uh, yes. And what happened? Did, do they know that she's been? Did, did she just come over here? No, no, she just or never she's got. She's been never, here for a long time. Yeah, she just was. She just became. Um, eligible to vote because she was naturalized. She was Yeah, resident. she's been here since the 80s. She's been here since the 80s. So this is her first national election that she gets to vote ever. My goodness, she looks great for 102 years old. Yeah, she does. And she went and we voted just, today. For you guys um, listening, we just posted walker. out on our Facebook Twin Talk show. And she looks but, fantastic. But I want to go back to Jackie's dad. Tell They should make like a adult school class because there are a lot of English-speaking classes for adults where, they, where it's called the Be Eligible to do jury duty English classes. I honestly, I don't know, maybe maybe because I'm totally used to his accent, I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but I think maybe he gets nervous when they ask him questions and like I I forgot. I've never actually been to jury duty. I've for me, of course, it's like a seems like the end of the world if I've, I ever have to I've do that. I've dodged that bullet. But um it like I don't know whatever questions they ask you. I'm sure he, you know, they probably ask you, like, do you live in, you know, Los Angeles? And he's probably like, I'm from Mexico. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> they, I have a feeling he says something The kind like of questions that. they ask you are, are, a lot of times, they're kind of specific to the, uh, to because I've never been chosen to, like, do you believe in the, uh, uh, in the death penalty? You know, and then you they ask her, you know, depending on the, uh, the level or the type of the, the crime. And uh, I could imagine why, I could think that maybe your, your, your dad wasn't picked because they're probably... Because lawyers, it's a mind thing. The lawyers want to just kind of lure you, right? And yeah. if you, it, and if they assume that you can't un- understand a certain percentage mm-hmm. of what they're trying to do, they might lose you. But yeah, I, but I think it's so not, like a, I think you're it's, a wild card. For but them. I think, but I think it's more um, uh, people down the middle is what they want. They don't want somebody that may that might be, you know, uh, in, in in her dad's case, it might be a situation because they 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 think because of his accent, not because they can't understand him. 
but because of his accent, that perhaps he's too far still with one foot too far over in the other side of the border. And that may not be the case because your dad's been here for a long, long time. Let yeah. me tell you, I don't mind getting called to jury duty because it's a great excuse to miss work. <laughs> I go and I take a bunch of books I can't and afford I hang it. out. I can't afford it. I know. I, I can't afford it either. But but I, can ex- but I got an excuse for not having money for the next month or so. <laughs> and I can miss work, dude. I, enjoy I just it. I get so sad when he he's so bummed out. Like he, he, but he always looks forward to it. Well, so uh, I, I totally applaud uh, Guadalupe Portillo and in such having such excitement for something that, like in the piece said, the natural born uh, U.S. citizens don't really relish in and don't even take advantage of and don't even have any excitement. There's too much it. apathy out there. There's, you know what? I, I was just today. I was talking. I did. I went out and I shot all these polling booths and we went out there and it was specifically for two reasons. One to see. Um, what how, what kind of turnout there was, generally speaking, and two, to see how much of a turnout there was in the Latino community. We went to three different polls. Sure, it was early in the morning, but we went to a community that wasn't predominant Latino, that had a good diversity, and it was pretty busy. You know, We went to um, a second one. That one didn't count because it was uh, a nursing home, so it was, oh. it was okay. Uh, but the last one we went to was in a real hardcore Hispanic community, and it was empty. Mm-hmm. And it was 10.30. The polls opened at 7. 10.30 we walked in. They'd only seen 18 people. Mm-hmm. And we asked them how, much, how many we expected them to, to see by the end of the day. And the man said, well, we expect maybe 250. And I said, what? This is in the city of Sun Valley, which is a very densely populated city with uh, apartment buildings and condos and just densely populated and they expect only 250 people to arrive and vote in that precinct that is pathetic but to finish my point you watch when the next iPhone comes out they stand in line for a freaking week to get a phone that they can get online mm-hmm. or they don't because there's not a shortage of them it's not like they're standing for breadline you know what though I don't really I don't know if the word apathy is the word for this because uh, uh, and I'm really curious. I'm not. I'm not going to even assume to know what it is. I'm really curious as to why people don't turn out. Uh, uh, you know, is it really apathy, or is it that people really feel that their vote doesn't count? Mm-hmm. That there's a that or, or, or that, that is they're not, That's that they're not that they're not uh, 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 represented. You know, uh, you know. So I don't know. I. I I would love to know. I mean, that it, is apathy. It, you know what would be awesome if if you if you're listening and you didn't vote, why don't you call in and tell us why you didn't vote? And don't worry if, if my brother tells you off, it's okay. Ava it's just, just chimed in again. It's over the phone. We're all used a- to it. Ava <laughs> just chimed in. Again. Give him the number, Jose. Ava just chimed in. She said, "I had to wait in line in Baldwin Park." To vote, stop it. Well, okay, hey, and that's a lot of Hispanics yeah. over there. Hey, how on, long let, did you wait, Ava? Let me let me respond to that. My, you, my, Ava, you you imply that I'm just harassing my people. Look, I'm not, <laughs> and, and I am not. But imply, but it's very clear. <laughs> stop it. No, but you know what? Um, you went. You know, you go. You will. You typically go to one precinct every year or every election period. I go to a lot of them, and it's disappointing. You know what? Our people do need to be more involved. And I don't mean just our people. I mean all people. And frankly, I wasn't singling out people. I was talking about Sun Valley, and Sun Valley is a city of many people, unfortunately, especially <laughs> Hispanic. <laughs> well, let me tell you what they should do. On election day, they shouldn't have um, 
any sporting events, okay? Any sporting events. And and if they have anything on television, it should be repeats. Uh, uh, because people will still watch repeats. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But you know what? I like what you're saying. I think that the government, although I do believe in civil liberty and civil uh, in in your freedom of choosing, but they should make more make it more important to vote. Things, yeah, make it more as serious civil- as, as a civic duty. I'm interrupting you. I'm sorry. And but that would include, you know, identifications as well. I mean, you can go in there and say anybody's name, and they and 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 they'll just give you your ballot, which is crazy. That's true. I I brought my ID. They didn't even ask for my ID, which is ridiculous. Ava said that she waited for 15 minutes at 12 p.m. Our one listener, ladies and gentlemen, Ava. She deserves a prize. All right. Uh, you got a sticker, babe? Did you get a sticker that says I voted? <laughs> All right, guys. Moving on. A 29-year-old woman with terminal brain cancer ended her life over the weekend. Under the Death with Dignity Act, Brittany Maynard from California moved to Oregon where this law has been passed. The Death with Dignity Act allows terminally ill patients to receive medication that will let them die on their own terms. Her story spread rapidly on social media and Maynard caused quite a stir over the Death with Dignity Act. Those for it and those against it. She decided to take the medication two days after her husband's birthday and was surrounded by her family and loved ones at her home in Portland, Oregon. Now that she really put it on the forefront about death with dignity is it's only allowed in a few, like a handful of States in in here in, in the United States do do you guys think it may catch fire and become popular? Now, or? you know, I saw the posts on Facebook. People are uh, supporting uh, for one reason or another, whether they're supporting it or or against something that would cause something. But I thought I thought she was a celebrity. Is she a celebrity? No, well, now she she's is. She's not, <laughs> but now she, she's pretty much like the poster child for Death with Dignity Act because she put a YouTube she basically did a YouTube video talking about the Death with Dignity Act the fact that she had to leave her home state of California to Oregon in order for this to happen she was a hottie she, too it was a very yes she's it's a very very aggressive brain cancer she had that basically would end her life very quickly and very painfully uh-huh. so she didn't want to go through that she wanted to she had a bucket list of, of items that she wanted to do she wanted to go to the Grand Canyon she wanted to go to Alaska. She want to have a bucket list, do her bucket list, spend her time with her family and her loved ones, and then that's it. I, I don't have anything against it now. Uh, I Not that I... Um, on a moral on a moral issue, uh, I'm not sure if personally I would do that, but I haven't... I'm not facing what she has faced. However, uh, 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 in, in a free country, we should be able to have that choice. Whether if morally I don't do it, or morally, but I people do. against but, it said it's like playing playing God, playing as if God went to end your life and 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 went to go forward with it, and it's not the but uh, if that's the same, it's God given right that we have to do so. Oh, um, it's, just, it's the same thing, you know. Like if I'm hungry and I don't eat, God's telling me you're hungry, fool, eat, and, <laughs> and I don't eat. You know, it's kind of the same thing. Um, you know, here's what I have to say about that. I think there's an interesting dichotomy or paradox here because we're living in a country where women in particular and the left really really i mean vehemently fight for their right uh 
to um, to uh, to their bodies. Supposedly, the right for abortion, the right for contraception, and all that stuff, and it's protected by you know by by law, you know. I mean. Across the country, and indeed, the pre- the president and the left are always talking about women's rights and their rights to all that stuff. But then, when it comes to your right to die, quote unquote, with dignity, it's a very gray area. And and I don't think. Let me finish this. Personally speaking, I don't agree with it. I believe that your time is your time because I believe it in the uh, in in that it's providence that God chooses your time. You know, you know what? Uh, that's interesting that you put that. Our listener, uh, Julie Contreras, she posted on our Facebook. I am for it, but I feel the name should be changed. What about those who fight to the end? Do they not die with dignity? Very good point. That's a good point. I think it kind of addresses what you say. Yeah. Uh, and I think it, it uh, <clears throat> you know, it really depends on the person's interpretation of what dignity is. Uh it's just all I PR. Mean, it's all PR. Just give it a good label and make it look like it's great. And da 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 da. <laughs> and if you don't do it, you must be n- not dignified. Very good point, Julie. Very hey, good point. So is Kevorkian still alive? Kevorkian? No, he passed away. Kevorkian. So was it his business it, that did this? Or well, I, I'm sure he didn't. He didn't start it. I mean, there had had to be other ways, but he was the one who really kind of pioneered it. Mm-hmm. Where he took uh, his medical background and devised a a, a, a a protocol to do it with. And um, it's a very interesting. I know there was a movie with uh, Al Pacino playing Kevorkian, which was a great film, uh-huh. um, uh, uh, which you know talked about that. It was really good. But I got to tell you, I'd like to think, and I hope that. I think that, for instance, cancer as a disease is a very horrible disease and people die of it and they suffer. And I'd like to think that I would be dignified enough to let that pass if I was to die that way. I would like to think that I would have the fortitude and the dignity I think to let nature take its course. But I think that's rather the, than the, I think I think fortitude is the word you're looking for, not necessarily dignity, because uh, either way, you know, if you're going to take your own life because of this, you know, then th- that's a form of dignity. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not terms. saying it's not dignified what take, they're doing. Uh-huh. I'm just speaking that that's my definition of dig, uh, dying with dignity. But let me tell you though, dying of of uh, something like cancer is not a you know is. Right, I hear you. It's, it's pretty a tough thing, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah I, w- I couldn't imagine it. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that I even know. That's that. why some people would say they'd rather go through with the medication route so they don't have to go through it themselves and they don't have to torture their family members and loved ones to see them so ill, so in so much pain and in such a tortured state because of a cancer or diabetes or whatever it may be uh that's that's ailing them so th- that's the people who are for it who are saying that i'm not just doing it for me i'm doing it for my family i don't want them to see me like this i think uh, uh the uh, one of the things about this I, and I i'm gonna i'm gonna go on a tangent on this was and, uh, and, and i think and, and i think Thanks because for the warning angel that's the third one today because let me tell you um uh i think the question should be less of uh um uh, uh, there shouldn't be such a big deal or controversy or of whether or not you have the right to take your life when you know you're going to die in a month or so. You just want to save and spare yourself from your the pain 
on yourself and your family. I think the, uh, the, the discussion should be more as to having a choice of the things that may cause cancer, like the foods that we eat. We don't have a choice of a lot of the, uh, the, food, the, the type of foods in our food chain. We don't have that type of choice because we don't have that kind of uh, power. Uh, 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 you know, the environment, things that hurt us in the environment, a lot of the stuff, we don't have a choice. That's where our, our dialogue should go to. And, and, and these kind of things, I kind of suspect it. Uh, my, my be- I, I, I wish my prayers and everything to this young lady and her family, but I kind of suspect that, you know. That- but you know what? It's a good point, Angel, but people die for other diseases too, not just cancer and, and, ca- and other diseases that may not be caused by those foods that you that you talk about, so it's a much broader thing, you know. So that is very much. We're digressing here. So like uh, Ebola patients, you know. Okay, where was I going with? <laughs> well, yeah, I please. have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. Let's move on to the next story, guys. <laughs> on to the next. One. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, so this story comes out of Birmingham, Alabama, where a man was very upset. That the Jared diet, you know, you guys know the Jared diet from Subway? Yes. The guy who supposedly lost a bunch of weight, Jared, right? Like, exactly. Like 245 pounds or something like that. Well, this uh, 18-year-old kid was uh, very upset that the Jared diet was not working for him. So what he decided to do was to go on a Subway robbery spree. <laughs> Yes, I know. Really stupid, right? <laughs> Zachary Torrance, 18 years old, admitted to targeting four Subway restaurants in different Alabama cities over the uh, extent of several days. When the officers arrested him, he confessed to the crimes and he said that he blamed the failed diet for his actions. He told detectives that he had spent a Large um, sum amount of money with Subway <laughs> trying the Subway diet or the Jared diet and then it didn't work for him and he felt like he should get his money back one <laughs> way or another. You know, thieves will find excuses for everything. <laughs> hey, well, that bread has yoga mats in it, eh? You're not going <laughs> to... You can't digest that shit, eh? You know, um, <clears throat> that's kind of... You're right. It's, it's a silly excuse. But you're not, you know... What can I say? Well, now he's in jail. Was he doing the foot long, or was he doing that? <laughs> you know? See, that's there's technical issues there. You got to, you know, he's got to read the fine print. Where where was this at? In Alabama. Uh, he's 18 years old. He's a little uh, he's a little young, but that's what he um, decided to do. <laughs> read the fine print next time, dude. Well, Add there's some always exercise, some maybe. terms and conditions may apply, young man. <laughs> In jail, you're going to have a nice little diet there, young man. I bet he will. I love that he was so enraged (laughs) that he had to go steal his money back from all the money he spent on his... Jared diet. You know that it, that shows like how, that's why people don't vote. You know because they're so enthralled. They think that television is reality. Okay, okay, what? Do you, okay, okay. Yeah, I gotta wait for this. Where they, are you coming from? They think that television is reality, right? So they, they don't vote because they wait. What does this have to do with Subway? Please get to the because point. he thinks that Jared is real, dude. That's no. probably an actor. No, but you know what? You I know guess, that I, they put on uh, the Biggest I think Loser. He was real. He though. was real though. This guy was real. Jared was real and. He he went on this diet, but I'm sure he included other, other nutritional items exercise. and exercise, right. and that's how he got well, to lose so much weight. Contacted Subway, and that's been their promotional marketing. I'm willing to deal bet you a hundred bucks that Jared was not even real. 
He's real, I'll dude. I bet you. We'll do the research. Well, I don't know. He, he did I the whole you. media circuit. Uh, you, you could find him. Like, where is he now? Um, he's but like he's on not, an island but he's, somewhere. I, I know he was a real man, he but he's not really right Jared. <laughs> he's not really Jared. His name's probably not Jared. Jared Fogel was his name. Fogel? Jared yes. Fogel. From Look it, him up, Angel. From Fargo? Google Fogel. <laughs> from Fargo or what? Google Fogel. Google him and, and, and get him on the show, Angel. I will. <laughs> I'll get him on the show. You'd be surprised. All right. All right, guys, moving on to our next story. So, like I said, Halloween is over, and we always skip Thanksgiving and go straight to Christmas, right? At least that's how it goes in the stores. No, first we go into the stores and trample everybody on Black Friday. We hear <laughs> the Christmas carols already, and we're already taking out the decorations. Uh-huh. So, we're preparing you, Twin Talk listeners. Yes, we are. And we have some Christmas idea for you for your um enemies. There's a company <laughs> there's a company called uh Shit Express <laughs> and it offers the service of anonymously sending a good old pile of crap to someone you just don't uh, like. I dig that, eh? And the, you you the, could do that? You can do that. The company ships to pretty much anywhere in the world and other services do exist online, but there is of course the a possible paper trail, but Shit Express only accepts Bitcoin payments, oh. which means it's practically impossible to trace who the payment came from. Wow! So the price of your little shit pile is about <laughs> is about uh, eleven pounds or so, which is uh, like a little bit over twenty bucks for us here American dollars. Uh, you can send uh, horse manure. Or other manures are available as well, up to your, uh, you know, whatever fits your fancy. That's terrible, man. It's disguised as a present along with a message for the unlucky recipient. (laughs) There's no guarantee the package will make it through the mail delivery service, but there are safeguards to protect people from receiving unwanted packages. That's pretty awesome. I think that's pretty cool. So basically, this is how it works. You choose an animal as your feces source. <laughs> your, you, do- your donor. Yes, exactly. Your donor. You fill out the address of the recipient. You choose oh, how you um gross. choose how you want it wrapped, which are these are their options and you know, let your imagination flow with it. Hold on a There's second. Listeners, flow. if you would like to send shit to somebody, post it on there on our Facebook and tell us who. No, dude. The <laughs> options are either gift wrapped, traditional, oh, or planned. A plant? Planned. Planned. So it means like your own creative touch to it. Ooh. Wow. So, uh, and then step number four, just pay using your Bitcoin account. I dig Here it. There you I, go. I um, I have a couple of people I wouldn't mind sending yeah. it to. And I would like s- I said. And know. I would send it to work where I could see that happen. <laughs> <laughs> During the supervisor's meeting. <laughs> I think that's really mean, dude. Like, to go through that much trouble. I mean, but if up. you really pr- dislike a, the person. As a prank, I could see it as a sort of a prank, but even that's a pretty vicious prank. There's some pretty mean people out there that, that some- one must one has to tolerate. And, and, and there is no justice. There's no justice, you know, because, you know, one must be... Uh, you know, a nice person and turn the other cheek. So this would be a really nice down low way to get back. Really nice. Okay. I dig it. I mean, I dig it. 
I don't know. I don't see it. You you dig it. No pun intended. I think if you really, really dislike somebody and you kind of don't want them to find out, this is a really nice Nice. You keep saying gift. nice. <laughs> yeah. Saying- I mean, think of it in a positive way. Maybe they'll really like it and use it as manure for their gardens. <laughs> ah. You see, maybe they'll appreciate it. And the, well, then the office just, plants, the plants in going, the office. If you're going through that much trouble, just go ahead and dump it on their gardens for them then. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you want it on their front yard. You do the work. <laughs> Have this stinky manure, Jackie's, but, you know. Jackie has somebody uh, in mind. Let me <laughs> I know. You see the expression on her face? She's on no. I really I'm going to send it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I saw that expression. We all have a little, maybe short, long list in our minds. I have a very short list of one person who's this like donut eating guy. That's all I got to (laughs) say. A donut eating guy? (laughs) He doesn't really, but he has the physique of one who would walk around with a powdered donut, half bitten, and talking with powder on his mouth. Are you talking about a police officer? No. Hey, so, so, you know, it's a lot better and safer, actually, because. A lot of people think of of some really bad things to do, like in the office. No, but there's disease and, <laughs> and stuff they do and bacteria. Yeah, but feces. they don't have to touch it. You know, you know, they just open it. You know. Yeah, it's just on their front door. I think I it's mean, horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. I think it's a fantastic option for those of What's you. What's the name of the company? Shit Express. <laughs> it's got to be a joke. Look it up online. <laughs> Shit Express. Google it, because if it's on Google, Google it. Google right. it along with Fogel. <laughs> All right, guys. Now, this is another kind UPS, of delivery. United Parcel Shit. <laughs> this is a, a, another kind of delivery that's not as, you know, smelly and, and gross. <laughs> so, Starbucks made a huge announcement this week that are preparing for delivery to you in 2015. So that means coffee wherever, whenever you need it. Starbucks is getting ready for this huge, huge launch of uh, their sales going to directly to your office or to your door. They announced that the food and beverage delivery would be available in select markets during the second half of 2015. And they're call- the CEO is calling it e-commerce on steroids. The delivery service or on will caffeine, be caffeine, right? Yeah, ooh, that's a good one. E-commerce on caffeine. Yeah. The delivery service will be an extension of the chain's mobile order and pay app. It, they announced it this um, this uh, month that they've introduced it into the Portland area before the end of this year, and they plan on rolling it out what? nationwide so, in 2015. So there's going to be little guys, uh, uh, young guys in Hondas with the little Starbucks light on top of their car coming to your house? Or? Pretty much. Really? I don't know about Hauntas. You know, the Starbucks coffee is. is already, for one, it's nasty tasting. It what? is. It, it is. It's the worst dating. coffee out there. I like Starbucks okay. coffee, guys. Worst coffee okay, you can let have, me ask you me. this. When you order a coffee, typically uh-huh. from Starbucks, uh-huh. tell me what you order. A vanilla latte. Exactly. You're not uh-huh. ordering coffee. You're ordering all the sweet oh, stuff no, around Oh, no, I never it. ordered the regular coffee. That's what we're talking about. The coffee, no, the coffee if you if you get down to... The nasty, too. If you get down they to, all taste the let same. Me, wait, Angel, let me finish. You keep interrupting. If you get down to the coffee, you uh-huh. will realize that it tastes like crap. But most people don't realize it because they just load it with all the sweets and all the sugar and all the flavoring, and you don't really get coffee. If you were to pour the coffee from Starbucks... 
It is. It tastes burnt. As a matter of fact, yeah, about a year ago, it tastes burnt indeed. It, they all a, taste burnt. About a year ago, uh, Starbucks did a whole retraining of of their employees because of that that bitter complaint. No pun intended, or pun intended, because of that bitter complaint about their their cup of Joe, and it's it stays. It still tastes crap. I prefer the best coffee out there. Dunkin' Donuts, McDonald's by far. Oh, I like McDonald's. A black, a too. cup of black coffee from McDonald's is the best. None of you guys have tried Jones Coffee from Pasadena. I have no. tried Jones. It's oh, all right. dude, Jones Coffee is the bomb. I've never had it. Oh, you gotta go. But I like I'll the Starbucks we'll um, medium light blend, which they sell in stores. I've never purchased it at their, you know, uh, actual establishments. But you purchase it at Ralph's or whatever. I like that. But going back to going back to the I delivery, like that, okay. but going back to the delivery service, Angel. The problem with that, Angel, is that it, is that it, that Starbucks service is going to put out a lot of interns out of business because you know if they're if if places can get how's Star- that? I don't understand. Interns, that's what they do. Send they the they fetch your coffee. Not my interns. Go get me my coffee. I give them a learning experience. <laughs> I don't send my interns to get me coffee. When you were an intern, did you go get coffee? I never did. Uh-huh. Well, I, I you, you did it. I never did. I I exploited it. Did you, you know say what? no, or I, they just didn't ask? You. I exploited. They never asked me. Well, they asked I you, worked. Or they asked you one time and you went. No. <laughs> I ex- that was the last time. Right? I exploit it. You know why? Because I teach them. I really, when I have an intern with me, mm-hmm. I really impart a lot of knowledge to them. I make a point to really teach so them. You, so, so you... As a, as a little bit of a payback. Okay. Yo, go get me a cup of coffee. All right. I'll buy. Gen- you fly. Uh, well, well, Julie's asking for one right now. She says, a venti soy latte. There you go. And don't do the soy because it's probably... GMOs. GMO. You know, it's probably full of GMO. Now, but but go back. Uh, here's the thing, Angel. I've been telling. <laughs> let me tell you something. That's something. Ama- let me tell you something. Talk about programming. Every person, ninety percent of people in the corporate world or whatever, are now stopping what they're doing in order to make a detour to make it to a Starbucks near them or near their work to stand in line to pay $5 for a cup of coffee when it wasn't that long ago, Angel, when people would uh-huh. brew their own coffee, mix it with I their do. creamer and everything. I don't put any creamer. I know, whatever it was, and they'd leave their house with their little thermos of coffee that would cost them $5 for two weeks probably. Yeah. you know, And now it's so ingrained that even – in the midst of a deadline, or and I know this because I see this all the time. I work in the business of deadlines. That even though we're in a hurry, if they haven't had their coffee, they're still going to make that detour, even if we're running late. And it frustrates the hell out of me when I'm working with people and we got to stop for a coffee, because I'm thinking, you know what? I left my house it's with a funny. cup of coffee and it was fine, <laughs> and I don't have to. Excuse me, You're I don't. Funny. I'm going. I'm. I'm losing it. I. I don't have to. I don't have to. One, spend more money. Two, I don't have to waste time when I'm already uh, uh, hurting for time because we're running late or whatever. And and I don't have to stand in freaking line for it. But but Starbucks, and that's what's going back so, to the so whole Starbucks, programming. So Starbucks is kind of like cigarette smokers it, because it it, minim, it it decreases your efficiency because you always have to have that Starbucks break, just like you always have yes, to have that cigarette break. Absolutely. It's exactly like that. And, and, and Americans have totally bought 
into, into they yes. totally have oh, yeah. bought into the, the very people America's. the very people who would leave their house what are you, Jose? with their cup of coffee <laughs> i leave my house with my cup of coffee and i'm done Wait, oh you're you're like obama says america america Anyway, America. ladies and gentlemen, and Julie, you too, I hope that you, you know, I don't mean this offensively, please go back to that day and remember, wow, America. I used to spend less time and a lot less money, and I was perfectly happy with my Starbucks or my home coffee. What do you need, bro? Nothing. It's, uh, uh, you know what? I, I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm, be efficient. One, buy your coffee cheap. And make it yourself. Hey, and you know what? They, they're buying into it. They don't realize that they've totally bought into, they've totally bought into the, um, into the whole um, um, hype. They, they know, think I, they and uh, it's they really really need to have a Starbucks, and they don't. They don't need to have a Starbucks. You know, it's just, and what's with all the names? What names? The the names the the Starbucks. They have these. Uh, what is the ben, venti? Listen. Can I get a tall chai? And a large black coffee. A what? Large black coffee. Do you mean a venti? No, I mean a large. He means a venti. <laughs> yeah, the biggest one you got. Venti is large. No, venti is 20. Danny. Yeah. Large <laughs> is large. In fact, tall is large, and grande is Spanish for large. Venti's the only one that doesn't mean large. It's also the only one that's Italian. Congratulations, you're stupid in three languages. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's true, huh? <laughs> you know what? I, I'm like, like, what do you? Would you like a grande? Would you like a venti? You know, when I go, you know what's funny? I always I, just say medium. Let small. me tell you what I've done, Angel. You know what I? You know what I do? Just just to go along with that, uh, to, on that same vein of that little piece of audio you just shared, I literally have done this several times when I go into Starbucks because sometimes when we're working, that's where they take us to get a, a coffee. Do they spell your name right? Well, uh, they usually do. But here's what I, what I do. When I've had to go in there, I just ask for a cup of coffee, but I don't say coffee. I say an old uh, uh, um, name for coffee, which is Joe. Joe. i like a cup of Joe, please. And they're like, huh? <laughs> 90% of the time, they don't know what I'm talking about. Just I'm like, just a cup of Joe. It's because Starbucks. Does that have an espresso shot in it, sir? <laughs> it's because Starbucks is redefining coffee. But no, they're programming people because like people said. cannot do without all of that. By the way, Julie chimed in. She says, I usually make my own using soy, milk, non-GMO. Uh, by the way, though, is it you, you initially posted that you get a venti soy latte. So is your uh, cupboard full of venti-sized cups, Italian? Good for you on the non-GMOs. Yeah. Is it non-GMO? Hey, soy is like... It's like a it's like a cottage cheese, right? Soy? No, it's it's no. it's it's a it's a bean, bro. Right, but it's it's a it's it's a a bean that's fermented. What well, it it becomes it's it becomes it's like a fermented bean. Right. Okay, but what's that have to do with cottage cheese? I'm just cheese? asking, that's all. <laughs> Everything has to do with cottage cheese. Ladies and gentlemen, the theme of this show is cottage cheese now. <laughs> all right, guys, we're moving on to our next uh, story. Too many venties, you get cottage cheese legs. <laughs> oh lord. I just posted a photo to our, our Facebook wall for our next story and I'd like to see what our um Listeners think about this new sexy mugshot. Now, do you remember Jeremy Meeks? I do. Who was that hot mugshot guy that yeah. like got super famous and had a modeling contract and he's in jail? Right. Well, now there's a new hottie. <laughs> His name is Sean Corey. He's 29 years old. He's from Santa Cruz. He was arrested over the weekend and his mugshot um, went 
viral. Another mugshot. Okay, he's kind of sexy. He's got dreads, he's eh? Got he's that. got drags. He kind of looks like the first sexy mugshot. Oh, he totally guy. is. <laughs> he, oh at oh first, God. I mean, when I saw him, at first, I thought he was the same guy, and I was like, "Wow, he, he does kind of look." He grew like his dreadlocks really dude, fast, dude. But it's no, totally the same guy, dude. It's a different dude. He's from Santa Cruz, and he got arrested for uh, a different reason. He got arrested uh, over Halloween weekend because apparently he yelled, "I hate Fox News," uh-huh. and attacked a person who was dressed as a Fox News reporter at a Halloween. Parade. He oh. uh, grabbed <laughs> the uh, victim's microphone prop and apparently rubbed it all over his, you know, cha cha. And then he pummeled the victim. So the victim was not injured, but this person called the police and he was arrested. What they, they do look the same, but they're not the same. Now, now, are women like all over this guy now? Now his mugshot has gone viral because he's gonna. Let me tell you what the trick is, okay? It's the eyes. Because the, the, the thing that looks a lot the, the same to them both are the eyes. So girls must my color. No, eyes. the light skin. Girls like the light skin. I, I think like it's eyes. the bone structure, the cheekbones, the kind of strong jawline. And you know what really else, too? The fact that he's a convict. Girls, I don't care what they say. They are, 90% of women like the I got that light the color The first skin. one was arrested on gun charges, which is you know more serious than knocking over a Halloween uh, Hey, there's nothing. Something serious about knocking out a Fox a re- News. Wait a minute, was a reporter male or female? It was it was a Halloween costume. Yeah, but was it a male? It or doesn't female? say if it was a male or female. Either way, that's an assault. That's a that's a violent attack. That's more violent than gun charges. If the guy was just selling guns, I can't imagine or, or this guns, Rasta. It's more violent hair guy being violent. Eh? Why not, Angel? I just can't use uh, every single dread person that I've met. Well, f- has a certain pacifist way about him. Totally. You know, maybe he was having a bad day or something. <laughs> maybe he was a little upset about the Fox News reporter. Uh, the first one but was that'll in, do that to anybody, I guess. Had kind of like a bad boy background. He's been in gangs and he has t- tattoos on his neck and he's got like a teardrop. Who's that, Meeks? Uh, yeah, the first one. And this second one, well, he has dreadlocks, so we don't know of any gang affiliation ties. But who's hotter is really the question. What do you think, Jackie? Dang, that's hard. <laughs> I know what she she's she's she runs a risk of saying not the dreadlock guy and offending you, <laughs> or saying the dreadlock guy and give and and getting the wrong idea. Yeah, giving. The I wrong say idea. the more the merrier. Let's take both. <laughs> Let's have a party with both. Wow, uh, is Sandro listening here? That's what everyone would say. The more the merrier. Wow, you know, and they're both. You know, I'm. I ain't, I ain't hating on so how they look. Is there like a website where you could look at mugshots? Is that what people do? Well, most cities, uh, especially these are small town cities, they post their mugshots on their uh, city police website, mm-hmm. which I'm starting to think maybe I should move up north because this the first <laughs> the first guy was in Stockton, which is, you know, up north California. Uh-huh. This now, this, this second one is in Santa Cruz, California, which is up there, up, up north, north too. Uh-huh. I think I should look into moving over there if they have you, such sexy bitches. Yeah, going on. Sexy convicts. <laughs> sexy convicts. convicts. There are a couple jails. There's the I think that the there's Corcoran's, Corcoran's yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> there's nude beaches up there too. There are nude beaches. But it's much colder up there too. That is true. <laughs> Not so great for you guys. <laughs> you guys should stay away. I'm sorry. Um what is it with the convicts, man? Girl I convicts. know. What is it with the hop convicts? I'm used to them being ugly. Now all of a sudden we got a whole batch of hot ones. 
<laughs> so I'm sure people are keeping out on the look on future sexy mug shots. Who knows? Maybe this guy will get a modeling contract just like the first one. You did. know what? Maybe I should get arrested and I'll get a modeling contract. Oh, my too. gosh. There you go. <laughs> but That's for, all that I have for tonight, uh, guys. Uh, first, we got to find out if that law passes next year. The you know Which law are you talking about? The one that lowers the... Oh, the misdemeanor yeah. to uh, felony to misdemeanor. Yeah. 47, I think it is. Anyways, thanks, Jackie. That was Jackie Casa with the News and Dirty Laundry. Shoot. We'll be right back with my Patriot Pass. Martinez, your loca host of Maz TV. Just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know to catch our show every Saturday at 8.30 a.m. on Channel 20, Direct TV, Dish, and AT&T Ubers. Tune in.
Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we broadcast every Tuesday night on TwinTalkCast.com. And we also do it out of the largest internet radio network in the world. That's Live365.com. Just look for our radio station called Twin Talk Cast Radio. That's two words. Twin Talk Cast Radio. Now we've gotten to the part of the segment in our show that I like to call Patriot Pass because it is a segment that I believe everyone should have in their lives where they're allowed to rant or express their opinions creatively, ideologically, philosophically without fear of infringement by government and other peoples. Because why? That is the truest form of liberty and today on a day of election i have to talk to people i want to talk to my fellow americans those who stand and back and don't do anything during these times of elections and when the process is at its purest form where you are called by civic duty to go out there and make a choice and stop sitting back and not caring or complain or just complaining one of the founding fathers said John Adams says, remember, democracy never lasts long. It soon wastes, exhausts, and murders itself. What he was talking about, ladies and gentlemen, is complacency. The fact that we have liberty, we tend to be complacent. But guess what? With liberty comes responsibility. And liberty is not free. And we have to fight to keep it. It's very important. There's another Um, founding father quote this was by Samuel Adams who said if ever time should come when vain and aspiring men shall possess the highest seats in government our country will stand in need of its experienced patriots to prevent its ruin ladies and gentlemen what he's talking about are people in power who are vain or power hungry and do not think about the better of the people and if we don't do anything about that if we're not out there voting creating our own grassroots uh, parties or organizations or whatever and just standing back then those vain people will continue to be in power and ruin our country and like John Adams says democracy will soon waste exhaust and murder itself and that's my patriot pass There you go, my brother, exercising the biggest muscle in his body, his mouth, and his Patriot Pass. And who'd have known? Samuel Adams. I I was just going to have one after this show. (laughs) All right, we're going to be right back with uh, a little bit more of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. In the meantime, here's a track I dedicate to my brothers and sisters, the Latinos, who are out there voting. This one's from Wall of Voodoo. Ah.
Just flow like a river. Sometimes we get, go back and forth undecisively on how to handle a situation out of fear. Or we fret and complain at the mere sight of an obstacle or at things that are out of our control. We fear that somehow, without our two cents, the outcome will be catastrophic in our life. We then proceed to try to control everything to ultimately, by our own hands, cause that catastrophe we originally feared or worse. To approach any situation with that posture 
simply shows our lack of faith in the divine order of things and of ourselves. We cut ourselves short of reaching our fullest potential, thus ceasing whom we are meant to be. Consider this, flow like a river. By yielding to the laws of physics, like gravity and weight, the river flows freely. As it comes upon a rock or a bend, the river does not stop and complain, or it ceases from being a river and becomes a pond. It simply flows like a river, over, under, around the rock or bend. And as it flows, in time, it shapes the rock or bend. So, let go and just flow like a river. Chill, one love. And that's another edition of Angels Chill Out. Bro, I'm sorry I messed up the audio. I got a call from my son <laughs> saying goodnight. No worries, eh? I flowed like the river, eh? Anyway, we want to thank you all for listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. We're going to stop a little bit early today. But uh, I got to tell you, we got some great listeners, smart listeners. Ava, um, great comments. And Julie, uh, also great comments. And also all our closet listeners. I know we have a lot of them because sometimes I just know you're there. So thank you guys for listening and for putting up with our politicalness because, as you know, I'm not a political uh, scholar or anything like that, eh? Julie, by the way, she posted another com- another quote by Samuel Adams. It says, It does not require a majority to prevail, but rather an irate, tireless minority keen to set brush fires in people's minds. Ah, beautiful. By Samuel Adams. Very good. Hey, tip a beer, a mug of, of Samuel while you say that. <laughs> thanks for listening and thanks for contributing, uh, Julie. So, so when are we going to be on again, man? Tuning in next week at 7 p.m. on Wednesday night for the next five to six weeks. We were gonna, we're going to be on Wednesday nights as I will be working on the voice again. And so I'll uh, be busy on Tuesday nights. So tune in Wednesday nights. Also, next week, um, Willie Bass, host of Tales from the Sunset Strip, will be back from his hiatus. As we said last week. He has been uh, recording, engineering um, the new Scorpions album. I can't wait to hear about that from Willie Bass. He will be on next week on Wednesday night also, uh, directly after Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Good night. We do thank you. Good night. Good night. Shoo!